0: Greetings, folks. Today, we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 41st Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, visiting for a while, how one acquires their legal status, etc., etc. Becoming a resident of Costa Rica is indeed an involved process. More and more individuals and families They're thinking about it now and are actually starting the process as well. Many people are moving to Costa Rica this year. There seems to be so much stress and a need for change in the lives of so many all over the world. And Costa Rica seems to be that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis, (laughs) a land of tranquility and easy laid back life and a strong desire for more sane and peaceful lives for all who care to make it happen. Today and throughout the coming months, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many years. He's an expert, a professional, and a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I'm so happy to have him here with us. Kevin, how are you doing today, my friend, on our 41st meeting
1: my how time flies i remember now it was only weeks ago months ago when we were second and third issue of the of the podcast so yes fine here and looking forward to continuing on with a few more podcasts along with you yeah actually
0: our i think audience.
1: no go ahead kevin no 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 and i say and our audience they're
0: very important, Absolutely. People. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was September 21st when we first started this, and uh, we oh. really appreciate your spending a few minutes with us just explaining what you know and what we need to know. I have a couple questions for us. In the first 40 episodes, we discussed your personal history here in Costa Rica and how you got started in the residency business, and we covered a lot of topics, but Since then, we've had a lot of questions come in and they have been addressed to you. And I'm so happy we're starting this process up again. Kevin, there seems to be some confusion on this um, uh, resident investor status uh, currently at $200,000. Can you explain a little bit about what happened? A lot of people think it's at $150,000. It's causing a lot of commotion. And problems with a lot of people and a lot of uh, arguments (laughs) with you because people think that they're right and they don't trust you. So anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get the truth. That's what, what we're here for.
1: Okay, I'm going to find actually two segments or two portions of that same bill. Yes, there was a consideration made to change the required amount to qualify the financial qualification for resident investor status was at $200,000. They proposed making it $150,000, and at the same time proposed giving some additional incentives to boister the number of applicants to Costa Rica. This is just considered after COVID and such, and they were desperate for getting some, some type of increase of immigration because they have been so decimated with the the COVID. But they actually discussed it in the government different departments. They agreed, they proposed a bill, they voted on it, they agreed. They sent it to the president who has to sign a bill like that before it becomes law. And prior to the signing by law, it has to be issued in the which is the formal paper that is the process to make it finally legal. The president signed the bill, but it never proceeded from there. The fact is the amount remains at $200,000 and the incentives like couple duty-free cars per family, uh, household effects coming in duty-free, et cetera, et cetera, some concessions on the amount of the percentage of the transfer fee or transfer tax from a purchase you would make and such all these made a very nice sounding package but in fact never went into effect now this is a malaise that we suffer here in costa rica will it happen most likely in the future it will happen a year's time or so but right now they have bigger fish to fry and a lot of people also saying that the incentive to bring more immigrants here, or investors, or pensionados, or rentistas, because the the benefits apply to all three of the most popular types of immigration status. But they they are also questioning, well, wait a minute. Now we're giving away duty free. The duty is our income. The duty free car that we made. Uh, money on that duty-free, uh, or on the on the amount of duty. The fact is, you're inviting people to come here, and we're not getting the the people, the general populace is not getting the benefit of that money that they would have spent on the duty and such. So there was obviously a friction or a controversy that doesn't bubble up to the surface very often. But the bottom line is, the resident investor status remains that. $200,000 and the incentives such as duty free vehicles and duty free importation of your personal effects and such did not apply. And it still is duty is applicable. I hope that's not too long an answer for you, but the fact is bottom bottom line, it may change in the future, we don't know. And at, at this moment, we have to still still say Now, part of the problem is opportunists, if you want to call them, or people that profess that, oh, we'll just make your application in for $150,000 because we're sure it's going to change. But what, in fact, they're really doing is saying, well, you sign up with me and we'll get you your residency. And halfway through it, they'll have to say, oops, sorry, the change didn't take place and therefore, You have to add another $50,000 to your investment. We, I don't want to sound like we're righteous or so, but we took the stance that we will promote the $150,000 when it actually becomes law and it's been printed in the La cassetta And the law, as quoted on the immigration site, says $150,000. Currently, it says $200,000. And they're the ones that handle the 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 paperwork for your investment, so it's not going to go any further than their desk, which means it's not going to get approved until they approve it. Same with the new COVID, or sorry, not COVID, sorry. no, the new nomad. They they're hyping it. They're now oh, it's paid accompli, It's done. We got it. Man, it's going to be great for those people that want to come here. The fact is, read the law and the law says it doesn't give any credence to what is popular being discussed right now will it happen yes i'm sure it will we need it it's uh, or the government has concluded that we need it but it is not in effect yet okay
0: now two more questions that go along with that quick questions and therein really lies the problem I know from speaking with you before the podcast episode began, you were telling me about how so many people are contacting you right now with bad information regarding the residency process. And that is a serious problem because many of your clients, you tell me, are people who have actually started the process already, and they're a month or two in, and they found that most everything that somebody has told them has been uh, slanted a little or they've been lied to basically and how does uh, how do people stop from getting bad information it's impossible because if you go to a website any website will tell you possibly some bad information and it causes a lot of uh, extra money involved and a lot of problems a lot of time wasted must be frustrating for you Mm,
1: yes, it is, but you know it's, it's part of the process. Uh, I mean, I don't want to use the word condescendingly, saying to educate the people. But the fact is, we keep abreast of the changes. If the changes haven't taken place, we just tell people, look, it may or may not happen, but let's work under today's adage, and that is what is in effect today. We we can talk to you about that. We just don't know. When the proposed changes will take place, and nobody knows. I mean, if my people check the websites of the Immigration Department daily, he's there daily. They're there. They're, they are there daily. So there's no chance of us missing it. But why tell a person, "Hey, come on down, bring $150,000 to." Buy your home and, and that'll call qual- that'll meet your financial qualification. It may sometime in the future, but at the moment it's two hundred thousand dollars. Misinformation is self-self-serving. Uh, some people can make an error, but most errors are always in their favor. It's like getting a change from a from a money converter. <laughs> There'll be errors made that'll never be not in their favor. So, is it really an error?
0: Who knows? And I do want to shout out your website address now for all of those who uh, perhaps want to contact you for some up to date information about the residency process. It's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving experts.com. That's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. And Kevin, uh, one final question here. I understand that the financial quality for the investor status is at $200,000. You made that loud and clear. Now that can be obtained with the purchase of a home or a land and a home. Uh, is that correct? Is it wise to purchase real estate just to qualify for this legal status or are there other ways to uh, to qualify for it? Perhaps buying a business or stocks and bonds. Uh, expand on that, please. Sure.
1: The... the... The government does not require a single investment. What they require is a total investment in excess of $200,000. It could be in a multitude of things. It could be several land purchases, just as uh, investment, or waiting for the inflation to raise the prices. It could be your main home that you're going to live in, so house and land uh, totaling $200,000, which unfortunately is fairly easy figure to find a house at that level because uh, that's the way the values are here today. So it could be stocks and bonds. Sometimes people have bought a house for $180,000. They need to cap up uh, the $20,000. So if it's raw land, they, they hire an architect to design a home for them, or they sign a contract with money down to have a builder start building it. The total, the magic total is $200,000 and uh, that's uh, it, it as long as it shows as an investment, it'll be acceptable. Well,
0: that's so perfect. Think, and Kevin, it, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, as, is, is it wise? That That's the biggest question. Is it wise to buy a house to make your investment? That it's, it's a fluid decision to make. And I say that only because Well, people say, I have been told by so many people that you should live here for a year or two years before buying a house. And there's some probably some merit to that. But my answer is, okay. what has your real estate in your home country done for you over the last 10 or 15 years? Because we're all we all are in the same big ball and called the earth here and such. And we're not we're under the same influences as the rest of the world. But I said, well, uh well, yeah, I I bought a house 12 years ago, and and it's uh, it quadrupled. That's how I was able to come down here. But we have the same effect here. So, people, I I, I tell people the story of a, a woman that came to us last year. Actually, she'd been here 16 years, renting, and ready to buy. And I asked her why Why did you wait for 16 years? You you you, why? She said everybody told me to wait. Well, the poor darling, uh, she waited all right, but uh, nobody said a couple or she never remembered people say a couple of years or a year or a year and a half. It's subjective. It's uh, she lost a fortune by not buying and really was because she was afraid to it's, it's, a, it's a, if you sold a house in North America or your home country, I should say, and you're coming down here. Uh, is it harder, easy to buy and hell to sell? Yes, but if you buy correctly and you always you mark there's a market for the house that is priced correctly, and you can price correct correctly if you purchase the right at the right level.
0: Well, Kevin, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, and we appreciate your insight in all of this and folks, we have posted Kevin's contact information. And his website address, I certainly urge you to follow up with him through his Contact Us page of his website, again, at CostaRicaImmigrationAndMovingExperts.com. I'm going to post today's recording of our Q&A session on the website as well. And again, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and his entire team are standing by to get started with your pathway to a brand new life in one of the happiest countries on the planet. By the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 40 conversations with Kevin regarding residency and everything you'd like to know about Costa Rica. All the links are posted at the bottom of the homepage of his website. And if you like what you heard today, why not share our Q&A session with your friends and family and on social media? We'd appreciate it. And uh, we love to share our knowledge with everybody. Who gets anything out of it? And we'd appreciate your helping us get the information out there, the correct and true information out there to all who care to listen. Finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like Kevin to cover, let us know. Send your request to my email address at Costa Rica Good News at Gmail.com. That's Costa Rica Good News at Gmail.com. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica and so much more.
1: Yes, you're welcome entirely, Skip. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and look forward to our next session.
0: A pleasure. We'll talk to you soon.